2: Welcome back curious fuckers. Woo You're yeah. Fucksgiving! Yay again.
3: So if you didn't know already, I'm Reed. <laughs> And I am Florence,
2: and we're from Come Curious. Mm, um, do we need to introduce Come Curious, or do these motherfuckers know what Come Curious is? Oh, they know what Come Curious is by now, I think. And if you don't, just search it.
3: In it, just use the Google, get us on Instagram. Use Google, get Instagram out. Yeah, you can't be technologically illiterate if you got this far. Yeah.
2: Well this is Fox Given by Come Curious. It's one oh, of yeah. our podcasts. Mm. <laughs> one of one them Because wow. we have many. <laughs> Suddenly we we're like podcast billionaires. <laughs> one day. This is the manifestation read. Multiple podcasts. Would exactly. you do that though?
3: Would you actually would you I mean yeah, yeah we would, right? I've just answered yeah. my own question.
2: Exactly. <laughs> we love doing podcasts we miss them it's been it's been time so has there been any exciting news in your life since we last spoke read well as in since the last episode that we've just put out yeah
3: (laughs) exactly um i had a really great therapy
2: session today oh really great we're very pro therapy oh my goodness why was it so good
3: um, it was just you know when you got a lot to say and there was a lot of good. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot of like I feel bad. It was like I feel really good about this and turning. We were talking about energies. Um, mm, depends on what you believe in with energy. Uh, I more believe in like the scientific like transference of like adrenaline and excitement and uh, like feeling up. Um, and so talking about and this might actually feed into what we give a fuck about where. Ooh. Instead of in a dating situation or a messaging situation where you're, like, obsessing over someone and feeling really drained and down about yourself. Yeah. um, Like, trying to teach yourself to change that into an excitement and, like, hype yourself up about it. Um, And I know that with obsession, like, it can take up loads of your mind. But turning that into something positive where, you know, if you can't sleep, then yeah, okay, can't sleep. So let's let's get up and do something. Let's, like, g- drag the laptop out um, and, like, crack on with work early. Or, you know, like, you use that kind of obsession and, like, negative energy in a positive way. It's hard to explain, really. But, like, my therapist <laughs> fucking covered all the basics. I was like, you're amazing, man. I love you.
2: Oh, we love therapy. I think Thank it's just you. so important, especially, like... Uh, during like this stuff that we've all been going through the last year yeah having a therapist if you can't have one is a game changer oh my god yes and I wish we we were paid to say this but we're not
3: <laughs> we just know that therapy is just so fucking good no matter where you do day, it how you do it maybe be
2: sponsored by a therapy app
3: maybe one day we'll be therapists ourselves <gasps> and charge so much wait Ooh. no that's kind of fucked up that's like unethical right <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah get our advice yeah. but it's gonna cost you a grand an yeah. hour I just wanted to sneak in, like, one of my sexual updates at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, yeah, Just because I had, like, I had really good sex last night. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, like, the sex I have with my partner is always really good, Mm -hmm. but... There was something about this sex that just it was just a different level. It was like there, we didn't use any lube. We didn't we weren't high. There was like no there was nothing that should have made the sex feel better than it usually does. what, what but, was different though? I don't know. Like I'm mm-hmm. just about to come on to my period, but I don't it's not no. come yet. No, normally it's like ovulation period, like around that time that's, that, that that's sex what feels I amazing. But it felt like the sensations were so good. It was just mm-hmm. like you know when sex feels so pleasurable that you don't want it to stop and you just want to be in the sex moment for the rest of your life forever. Could you imagine forever and ever and ever doing this podcast was, whilst there? <laughs> yeah, but it was it was that kind of sex where you will accidentally be like, I fucking love you so much. <laughs> I, lo-
3: I love I lo- you. <laughs> I love
2: you. It was it was that it was like that like full lovemaking love sex. making it wasn't a fuck love It was making. love making you mean mm. but... so intimate so so intimate oh it was so good and then he went down on me to make me come. nice <sighs> that sounds like my
3: worst nightmare love making really? Like, no I don't want to feel equal I want to feel like filth and dirt I want to <laughs> I want to be pounded <laughs> like a sex toy used and abused and chucked away
2: please I mean I like that part as well yeah. But there's like a time and place. I love all the spectrums that you can get with sex. Yes. That you can I only think-
3: really get from being in a long-term relationship or like with a lo- a long-term sexual partner. That's probably a better way to put it.
2: Yeah, I guess so, because mm-hmm. that sort of intimacy. I mean, we've been we we've been seeing each other for over a year now, so we're like, you know, we've built A high level of intimacy, I guess. Yeah,
3: and it comes with comfort as well. You can't just, like, have that kind of sex and not feel... You have to feel both completely so comfortable with each other. Yeah, which is commendable.
2: I've never never been this comfortable with anyone before. That's so good. There's not any point of whatever where I feel, like, embarrassed about how I look, how I sound, how I, like, feel, or whatever. It's all just very, very, like cool this is me this is you and um, we just you know we're just to get, like we're together in this sexual act and it's nice. totally cool and fun
3: I, I swear it's age I swear like everyone dreads getting their 30s but then you just hit that point where you're just not yourself conscious and, and feel yeah. shitty like 20s stage so if anyone's worrying about their 30s fucking like mate get there because you will feel so good about yourself compared to how you have felt it will be another yeah. level oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> let's talk about what we give a fuck about yeah what do we give a fuck about today dating apps
3: dating apps which is like
2: something that I, <laughs> i'm obsessed with you are fully obsessed with dating apps this this I'm like episode on it. could not be more timely as well. I say obsession I put that lightly. I was obsessed
3: catch me last Mm. month through that sort of like lockdown period actually over lockdown completely obsessed with dating apps but I think we were all obsessed with technology and making those quick connections to give us some sort of like endorphine rush but then they don't last and we were Mm -hmm. a lot of us who were single even if you weren't single were we're on dating apps like just to get an
2: ego boost and just to feel a bit of connection. Yeah Um, it's kind of been the only way to recently like you can't um, really yeah. meet anyone in normal life like no one it's goes not to parties mm-hmm. you can't hang out in bars i mean you can actually now but yeah, like you it's still like different the everything's UK. everything's social distance so you and yeah. you, but people are wearing masks like dating in real life right now is not really a thing
3: yeah it's i'm like anything. a i'm a train person i see someone fit on the train and i spark a conversation you can't fucking do that easily with a mask on
2: no you can't but I have done a couple of times basically just need dating apps (laughs) yeah I was like I I definitely went through the more like obsessive side of it at the beginning Mm -hmm. of lockdown at the beginning of 2020 and I was yeah I was on field mainly which is like it's like one of our favorite apps which is kind of like very sex focused very inclusive with like just to all kind of like types of relationships sexualities yeah
3: it used to be the the threesome app
2: um, and it is known
3: for couples because you can be a couple and look for a third person on there yeah um but it's it's just so good because you can put down like basically your sexual wants and it's where i feel most comfortable finding like-minded people
2: at the beginning of last year i went on a threesome date from field Mm -hmm. on zoom on zoom so oh my God. Weird. the zoom dates
3: when you go from so dating app weird. to just another fucking app you're like please right? kill me now it's so I hard know. to connect with somebody over a that 2d screen dating. yeah it worked though for a time it did fill a spot but now yeah. we're re- we're ready we're ready to go out there and actually meet people in person and you know like go for a fucking drink
2: it's really hard to to virtually date and to just date from dating apps as well because I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes to what photos you put on mm-hmm. like what what your profile is gonna be like yeah and I think um I mean me and Reid have discussed this before but like we both have very different profiles mm-hmm. like I think Reid's was like all for the one night stands and then yeah, you were saying much. like you were like, oh yeah, I hate when people say like that they are not here for the one night stand, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I looked at my profile, I was like, not here for a one night stand, oh my looking God, for more of a connection.
3: It is a real tricky playing field. Um, dating apps yeah. are quite hard, especially when you are looking for something, more, when you're looking for love, when you are wanting another person, dating apps might not be the best place to go. It's very rare on a dating app that you can connect with somebody on a larger level than just face value, than on just aesthetic. Mm. Because, like, that is what dating app is. You don't know the person. You only see their pictures. You only see what they've written, which is um, which might not necessarily be truthful or really what they're like. Oh, my God, when people put photos up that are really old oh old photos or like the worst ones like unclear photos where they're covering their face with their phone or it's a blurry image of them like you know specifically blurry and i'm like what's the <laughs> fucking point like i get or, it on the
2: topless images
3: oh my god top no uh, no but then again we say that and I, is this sexist like we're not okay with seeing topless images but we're okay with maybe seeing a girl in a bikini
2: I don't think I'm okay like I don't think people should put beach selfies up on their dating oh. app. Really. But yeah. it's a bit cocky. Yeah.
3: I mean I've got I've got lingerie photos and and um swimsuit beach what are they called not beach photos, you
2: know what I mean? Like I'm in my swimsuit, but that's I because definitely- I'm there
3: looking for a fuck.
2: Oh, yeah, I actually have definitely put a bikini up as well. But it wasn't like a really obvious one. I was like half submerged in the water. Oh, oh, okay. It makes it okay then, (laughs) yes. I just, yeah, maybe it is like a sexist thing in a way because it's like Mm. when guys are just like topless in all their photos, it's like, come on. Is that like your whole personality?
3: Yeah. The the ones that I don't like are the skiing pics, like either skiing or rock climbing (laughs) or like holiday pics. If they're all holiday pics, I'm like, is your personality holidays? Is that that what you're going on? I mean, some people's personality is holidays. Yeah, that's true. You know what? And that really works for some people. So we can't judge. It's unfair (laughs) of us to judge on anything. Like, we're going to have a very different way to looking for people and picking people out and seeing who we want to message than other people. And that's what's perfect because if everyone liked the same thing, dating apps would not exist, dating would Mm. not exist. So it works. You've, like you've been on dating apps a lot recently. Tell us a little mean, bit about I've, your expeditions. <laughs> I've always been on dating apps, even when I was with my ex, Thomas. Um, yeah. And that was great. That was a lot of fun. But I wasn't really that invested. Um, but since we've um, split, since we mutually made the made the move, then yeah, I've just been like on dating apps. Like my main ones, actually, my main ones is Field and Hinge. Hinge is still yeah. a bit hit and miss though. I don't know if it's
2: my crowd. Hinge never work for me and I'm really upset yeah. about it because I match with people on there. I have like a conversation with them for one night and one night only and they never get in touch <laughs> with me again. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so what deep? the fuck? What but it's only on Hinge. Yeah, although... See, so
3: I... I I liked Hinge. Um, I always thought the algorithm was quite good because the more you like people the more it sort of sets to the type of people you want to find rather than the area specific. Um mm. so like my area wasn't really sort of me but then I go to like fucking Hackney and I'm like okay everyone's fit here. Um, Everyone is fit and hot. Everyone's fit that's so right, I'm going to going to be joining you soon I swear. <laughs> um but I actually got a warning message from Hinge being because yeah, I put I put looking for friends with benefits f f wb and i got a warning saying like hinges for like you know like actual relationships like you know like so you can delete the app because it's part of their fucking branding and i was like dude so it's like what if i was in a non-monogamous relationship and i was looking for that what if
2: you, like is you that sex slut shaming yeah You posted that on Twitter and there was such a Twitter storm
3: about it. My days. People were losing their minds over it. They were like,
2: get your own app. You people already have these apps. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? I think people that are on dating apps and they're looking for like... Proper like long term relationships hate the people that are on the apps like stealing them ma- stealing yeah. their matches. But how how am I stealing the app? stands? But how I mean, am I not? stealing?
3: Uh, yeah, how I'm just fucking them once and that's it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and then I'm not gonna have them back. I promise yeah, yes. <laughs> you can have them. I don't want them. I'm not like suddenly in a relationship with all these fucking people, and that means that they can't have you. You know, if somebody's gonna like you, they're gonna like you regardless of who they slept with before.
2: That's true.
3: Um and the same thing fucking happened with Tinder. I got banned off of Tinder. I also got banned off of OK Cupid. <laughs> how? Like what how did you get banned off Tinder? Yeah. So I think either um, Someone reported me because they thought I was a fake account Because I've had a couple of fake accounts on Tinder before Or it was because
2: I was so You're open You're too good You can't be real
3: <laughs> You just can't be real I think it, I think it pisses people off um, or, or I was too open about my sexual preferences on there And it just, people didn't like that Or it was against the guidelines or something And the same thing happened with OK or something Yeah, because yeah, field, you can write whatever you fucking like I literally have like, written so fucked good. up shit on there Yeah, I'm like I am into taboo, humiliation, degradation, all this stuff. That's
2: what that's what Field is for. Like there are apps for the sex. Like you, like if you want to go out and explore your like sexual self, like use Field. I guess. I guess the other apps are like. I guess more people are on the other ones though. Yeah, I mean Tinder would have been great, but there's the
3: crowd that I saw wasn't necessarily the people I would want to sleep with. I also think a lot of people, because meeting people is harder, especially off of dating apps, there's a lot of pressure. I think we tend to so easily like someone, like their photos, like their profile and start liking what they're saying we mm. end up putting a lot of pressure on like that's the person that's the one that's going to work for me and you start infantilizing about situations you know we're going to get mm. on we're going to have a great date we're going to have great several dates we're going to like be partners we're going to have like get married and fucking ride off into the sunset um, yeah. rather than seeing dating apps as like no you, know, you kind of you have to go through a lot of people and practice through it and understand how people work rather than yeah. what you imagine they're going to be like <laughs>
2: So I asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions about dating apps as well that you wanted us to answer, and a ton of you wrote in some questions. A great question was,
3: what is the best way to make your intentions clear in your bio?
2: I mean, we were talking about that earlier. I don't
3: think there's any harm with being
2: completely honest.
3: Um... The only thing that I have I have added and deleted and added so many times on my bio is a line that which is along the lines of like, like, I am looking for love, you know, so I haven't written specifically that but I've been like, like, oh, I wouldn't it would be really lovely to fall in love again. And then I've deleted it. And then I have put it back and be like, you know, it'd be, you know, I wouldn't object to falling in love. And then I've deleted it and then I have put it back in again because I'm like, well, is that going to scare people away? Or am I just being completely authentic? Because like falling in love is one of the most amazing things that we can feel as humans. Yeah, um, fucking is. And originally when I was just searching for men, I, I had it out. But now that I've opened it up to all other genders, I've put it back in. How weird is that?
2: I'm also just shocked that you're even putting this in your bio because I didn't know you were looking for love. <laughs> and I'm, not, I'm not looking for love. Like, um, like, I wouldn't
3: mind falling in love. Okay, I've written on my bio. I'm going to prove this to you. So it's not just like I'm looking for love line. It makes sense. I've got it up. Amazing. Um, I've said, looking for a chill and easy FWB situ. I'm also down for own ONS, which is one night stands, group, polyfun, and, and I would never object to falling in love.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think, written. yeah, I think that that sets your, yeah, that's a really, really, really clear bio mm-hmm. because, and I think that's really good because you're not saying like, I'm looking to find my one true love, but you're also open, you're leaving yourself open. So people that maybe do want something to like find something more won't be like put off by your bio just for like one night stands, or whatever, because you're like, you know, I am open to meeting that like having that connection with someone mm-hmm. but in the meantime that's fuck yeah
3: i think that's the best thing i don't want to write like yeah. i'm only down for one night stands because
2: that's just not true like you can't predict the future i think i've always been really unclear in my bios to be mm-hmm. honest and that's not good and i still struggle i still struggle with my dating app bios
0: mm-hmm.
2: um I mean at the moment I'm not really I'm not using dating apps at all But like I went on there for like a browse the other day and Mm -hmm. like I changed my bio just to like looking for someone to like I guess like maybe like text flirt see see if it like goes anywhere but then underneath I was just like I'm in like you know I'm in an open relationship situation um so I already have a primary partner.
3: But that, that's also that's pretty clear. That's also very clear. You know, you're stating that, like you're stating your situation. And because it's okay to not know what you want either. Um yeah. I mean it's it's okay to put that down there. A lot of people do know what they want, which is, you know, I want a one night stand, I just want to fuck. I want to fall in love, I want a relationship. But then yeah. to put
2: down there I think that's a I, I feel acceptable. Most people don't know what they want at the moment, though. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's just like tight. Ty- I feel like because of covid and everything i feel like people are just in a place where they're like i can't really technically see my future that clearly anymore Definitely. i don't know what the world's gonna be like what's gonna happen so no one really knows what they want and it's quite it's a really confusing place actually for dating because you kind of go into a situation thinking that you want something and then you're like oh but what do i actually want and then it just gets yeah. really really confusing i feel like a lot of people will be in Weird situationships right now because everyone's just a bit like, oh, I don't know whether I want to like settle down. Like, people's lives aren't normal either. So, like, they'll be potentially seeing their partner a lot more than they would in like an, like, if the world was normal.
3: Yeah. Um, and it also. I also
2: find it really, really depends
3: on where your mental health's at. I found that when my mental health was bad, especially earlier this year with depression, I was obsessing over dating apps, meeting people, getting those connections, getting that validation, um, Mm. whether or not that was sexual, whether or not that was just like wanting people to fancy me, but then not being fulfilled. Um, And it's only now that I feel like I'm in a fucking amazing place that I'm like, eh, I'm not like, I don't really care about dating apps you know like I'll see what happens so do be aware of where you are and how you feel about yourself and that you're not going to dating apps to try and make yourself feel better because that (laughs) that just won't work
2: yeah so basically it's quite hard to set your intentions in your basically you're fucked just whatever you do (laughs) just whatever you do don't write nothing
3: i will i don't even entertain profiles even if your pictures are amazing that have nothing there because you haven't been bothered to write something so therefore you're not going to be bothered i think with your intentions
2: just like whatever you know that you do want put it there
3: yeah Put it there and and try and be funny, you know, like put something Mm -hmm. weird in there. If you don't know what to write, write your job, write down your interests, like just put something down there that people, because it's, it's it's a prompt for helping people to talk to you and to respond and write back when they don't know what else to say. They can pick up something on your bio. I
2: definitely, like when I'm on dating apps i like i'm i I go to profiles that have like either a job that i've done in the past something that's similar to what Mm -hmm. i do or like someone in the creative industry because i'm like okay this person knows my jam and like we'll probably get along that's hot (laughs) okay so we've we've spoken a lot about dating apps that straight people use (laughs) yeah i mean you can't really call me straight no but we need to get. I feel like we need to get a guy's opinion or something. Oh, yes, yes, we
3: do. Especially a non-straight guy. That would be, that would fill the hole that we're missing.
2: That would really fill the hole. Do so, we,
3: do we know I anyone? I think maybe we could just call up Drew. <laughs> Drew, you sure? Really, yeah, Drew? What? Drew Wiley? Let's let's get him on, mate. I think this is going to be great. Drew is is going to be great. Drew. Drew, where are you? Drew, you're finally with us. Drew! I'm here. We have been like crossing our fingers and crossing our clits and manifesting your beautifulness to join us. And I
1: am here as if by magic.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Drew is one of our come curious, curious creators.
1: Oh, baby. So he's
2: a good friend of ours, someone that we would call on for all our advice. He's so a you good might, friend. You might hear Drew quite a lot on this podcast. <laughs>
3: hell yeah so please tell us a bit about yourself who you are um say it in your own words so we're not just filling you with yeah goodness
2: so (laughs) building your ego
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: no i love it keep inflating it um (laughs) so yeah my name's drew i as florence said um work for come curious producing content and yeah i guess i'm a content creator that focuses on getting speaking about bisexuality and how to love yourself
2: So, are you using um, dating apps at the moment? I can't remember whether you are. Are you you single?
1: I am single. (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) I'm single. I am ready to mingle. And I'm definitely open to new sexual Mm. escapades and experiences. Dating apps. Mm. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs>
2: this, it's not a cute look. <laughs> is, the, is that because of your sexuality that you find dating apps harder?
1: I think so. Okay, so I am bisexual. And a big part of me coming out as bisexual was that one day back in 2017 or whenever I did it, when I selected looking for men as well as women on Tinder. Oh,
3: shit. Oh.
1: And I, I remember my friend like looking over my shoulder and being like, oh... Like you got a Tinder message from Andrew and I was like, fuck, like that's cool. <laughs> like I don't know, like it was kind of like my way of kind of easing myself in. Um mm-hmm. but I've just never had a good dating app experience. Like I've never met anyone on None. there. You're Not joking. really. I had a I had a um Tinder date when I first moved to London in twenty nineteen and the guy just kind of like ghosted me just was very awkward and i was like very like in my ego back then and just like really Mm. offended and sent him like this massive long paragraph (laughs) oh god but we've um, all been there yeah and then after that just i mean don't get me wrong like i am still on dating apps i do quite like hinge because
2: (laughs) there is no other choice
1: (laughs) yeah right right (laughs) um I quite like the way you you can sort of like see if people like doing drugs or if they smoke weed or if they're liberal or drink and stuff on Hinge. And you guys have also Mm. put me on Field, which I think is a really cool app.
2: We, We love Field if you're not looking for a relationship or anything it's perfect because you can be so open about what you want whether you're or or you're in a relationship and you're looking for a threesome or uh, you're in an open relationship so you don't want anything serious because you've Mm -hmm. already got a partner there's just and everyone knows that like vibe you can explore your kinks your fetishes you can be completely open about what you want to explore but this app is a like it can scare people off I've I've heard yeah. like my, my housemate's yeah. friend
3: she put her on there and she was like oh my god no this is not the app for me because Why? people it, uh, especially if well if if sex is not the main reason why you're going on dating apps if maybe Mm -hmm. you're asexual actually actually people who are asexual do well on there because they can write i am asexual and people understand Um, but for some people talking about sex that openly isn't something that they enjoy or that they're comfortable with so field especially when you go on field the first time if you're not really in that positive sex space you're going to see people being like I'm just looking for a quick one night fuck or like, I have a foot fetish and then it might freak you out and you might not be into it. But then for other people, it might be like, mate, this is this is where I feel comfortable being me fully, truly. Yeah. You have to be, a, I guess, a certain type of person for Field. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I see a lot of people on there. Where I'm like, are you really on Field? Like what what brought you to Field? Why are you on Field? Are you just on all the dating apps or you know, is it that you do have a kink and but then again, you know, you haven't written anything on your profile, but a lot of people are terrified to do that. A lot of people think that like, you know, it's like the field stigma mm. where they're like, I don't want to put my picture in case a work colleague sees it. It's like, well, mm. if a work colleague sees it, they're fucking on field too.
1: you know i think sexuality is a spectrum and i've definitely had a few people saying that they want to explore their sexuality or they don't know where Mm -hmm. to start and what i do love about field is there are so many labels like being able to say i am bisexual which on other dating apps is obviously a conversation that you have to have with people because Mm -hmm. i don't want to be meeting up with anyone that you know isn't Happy to date a bisexual because it's just a waste of time. So the fact that you can have that label and also even have the label hetero flexible. So someone that's maybe like looking to explore or you know, because on Hinge they 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 don't let you put your
3: sexuality, which I'm finding quite complicated to see. Unless because Hinge is all about prompts. You get these like questions and then you write in the answers um, and. Uh, yeah, I've just opened that to all genders, and I like I'm sitting there wondering like, well, what, what gender are you? Yeah, I don't know it's I just it feels just so much fucking better.
1: I think feels good, but then I do understand that people that aren't necessarily as sexually liberated or feel like yeah know what they're looking for it can be like <laughs> I a can bit imagine overwhelming, scary. but yeah, I think the whole scary. culture around dating apps, particularly for like queer people with grinder and hookups, I think that is very. Interesting. I've never had, like, a good experience from being on Grinder, and my, like, physical body has actually reacted to just being, like, seeing how many people are, like, literally however many feet away it's kind Mm -hmm. of like really really hot and makes me like really horny but then it also just makes me kind of obsessed to the point where i'm checking the app every two seconds like my palms are getting sweaty like i really need (laughs) some water and i'm just like (laughs) and
0: and then i start
1: (laughs) and then like random Mm. like the ice cream man the
0: ice cream man yes
1: (laughs) oh my god that's so funny Um. i um for people at home. Basically, I was on Grindr once and I found the ice cream man that served me earlier in the day and he ended up being, like, a thousand feet away from me. And I was like, it's the ice cream man.
3: <laughs> so creepy! So um,
1: It's overwhelming. So we got some...
3: Yeah, it can be overwhelming. I mean, all dating apps can be overwhelming, especially if that's not your portal call. A lot of people jump to dating apps because they just want to meet someone when you can't do it so organically. But things are getting better. We can start actually meeting people soon. I think you've yeah. got to, like,
1: be in a headspace where you're like, I want to meet someone. I want to, like, have a good sexual exchange with someone. I think a lot of people use sex as a tool to, like... Mm-hmm a coping mechanism maybe so and i feel particularly um you know for young queer people as well like your first experience of with someone of the same gender as you on grinder i i am i'm thinking that's quite it can definitely bring up problems because then you see sex as this really like throwaway like thing and certain like behavior gets normalized when i don't know necessarily if That's always great, especially if you don't know what you're looking for.
3: Mm -hmm. So we have a few questions from Instagram, um, which we know that you're going to be great at answering. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to hit you with them.
1: Let's, Let's hear them.
3: So this one is tips on sending the best intro message.
2: oh oh my god I always find it so hard to know what to say at first and bumble is like you have to have the first word as well which is like what do I say oh my god what do you guys say I'm always just like hey or like nice smile or just like nice really really like basic like how's your weekend been and what have you been yeah. up to
1: I think you've got to like say something that someone's going to reply to like if someone was just mm-hmm. like hey like nice smile I'd be like cool
3: yeah I, to be fair if someone if, if anyone writes hi or hey I ignore them I'm like or if I like them I'll, I'll just say hi back I'm like well where did that go nowhere yeah. nice Oh, God. When you can't just say hi.
2: That's oh, never
1: okay. No, never just, high, never just hi. Never just hi. I think no. if you're picking up um, something on their profile, like especially if it's something like Hinge good. and be like, oh, my God, I love that as well. Or, yeah. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's on Hinge, I try to, like, reply to something that isn't just their face because anyone can be like, oh, my God, you're really hot. But I think it's, yeah. like, to get a... Start a conversation or like ask yeah. them maybe a question um, it's easier um, said than
2: done though it's
3: so
1: yeah. hard to do
2: yeah i i had on my hinge profile that my perfect online date was uh playing red dead redemption and like with a glass of wine or whatever like mm-hmm. online uh because it's something you can do virtually and then someone uh messaged me just being like I don't know, something about the playing, playing that online together. And I was like, okay, this is, this is really cool. Cause like yeah. the one that he shares is like common interest and we have like something to talk about and we have like a date prepared already. Yeah. So it was, nice. it was a really, that was a really smooth entry into my messages.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's I, a good one. It, yeah. I, I do Game agree. Dance. I think you it's worth asking a question so they have a reason to message you back. Like, I don't find it hard to message. I always message first most of the time because I'm fucking, like, hot and heavy. What do you and say? I'm just like, Um, it ranges. Normally I say something like, um, oh, hi there, handsome. How's, how's tricks? That's, like, my go-to. Yeah. Um, but that can, if there's something that, gri- like, grips me, especially if it's on their profile, if it's something yeah. that they've written, then I will always pick them up on that. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so it's like, I normally start with something light because it's also, I don't want to put in, and this, again, this could be my ego talking. I don't want to put in loads of effort and be like, oh my God, you went to Shambhala Festival. I'm going to I was going to go there this year, blah, blah, blah. And then, then they never respond. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool.
1: I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, kind of really thinking annoying. though, like, especially with dating apps, especially these days, like, what have you got to lose? Like, just go in, just be crazy. Let's just say something that's yeah. just really like... Like, there have been people that I've, like, been like, oh, my God, they're amazing, and then just said something, like, really out there and crazy. Because then I think to myself, you either get my humour and we can, like, you know, really hit it off and, like, have some chemistry, or you're just going to prove to me that you're a bit boring. And if you're proving to me that you're a bit boring, then I'm I'm all right, mate. Oh, my God, I'm having this
3: conversation with someone at the moment because he wrote, um, like, on Hinge, this was, it was like, going back is... dot dot dot, And he said, is forsaken... And I wrote back and I was like, oh, I, I misread this as foreskin. And then we had this whole on-running joke about like <laughs> how like going back is foreskin. Oh, I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Oh, my God. Like the, the foreskin fairy. <laughs> and then we we're like, shall we have a sandwich with the foreskin fairy? And it got fucking hilarious. And like, That's I'm not strange. necessarily like fully attracted to this guy but he's definitely stayed in my mind and i'm like well maybe if we met up it would
2: just be fucking jokes
3: yes yeah. you've
1: got to get that chemistry like you've got just to like about
2: foreskin all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all night i love you,
1: i don't know i think yeah i think the chat is very important because if i'm if i'm speaking to someone it doesn't matter how good looking they are or how much i'm attracted to them mm. if they've not oh, got God, chat yeah. then it's just not it's yeah, there needs to, to be
2: click with the chat. I also find like sending voice notes quite early on is oh, a really, really good idea as well. I because love voice, voice notes. notes. you the one
3: we you love really voice get notes. to know. Oh them. my
1: god, that was my prompt on Hinge. It was like, mm-hmm. um, we will get on if you like sending voice notes. But I changed yeah. it to that because originally it said if we feel the same way about voice notes, and some fucking guy messaged me and was like what that they're an incredible invasion of privacy and space and i was like oh Fuck my off? god
2: what voice i
3: know we're all voice note
2: queens
1: we, love her we her just voice, voice note night. each other all the
2: fucking time
3: because we love the sound um, of our
1: own <sighs> voice
3: basically <laughs> mine aren't always sexy
0: you have one unheard message <laughs>
1: fertility podcast is for you to learn more about how best to optimize your fertility to ideally get pregnant naturally we'll be teaching you everything from
3: tracking your cycle to what lifestyle changes you can make however if you're needing to have fertility treatment we'll be guiding you through what's involved
1: whether you're in a couple or going solo we've got your back I'm Natalie Silverman, mum of one after successful IVF, which is why I launched this podcast.
3: And I'm Kate Davis, an independent fertility nurse consultant. Together, we're with you every step of the way. So go and search the Fertility Podcast in all your usual podcast places.
2: So our next question is best app for pan guys. I think dating when you aren't straight, like dating apps, it's like... Oh, which one do i use it's quite confusing yeah when you're not when you're not like straight or
3: gay when you are when you have other genders that mm. you know that might have like might be into multiple different genders because there is also a lot of um what is it uh what's uh drew you're better at talking about this than i am um internalized homophobia where mm-hmm. you have people who are like oh but if you're bisexual like a lot of people are like, well, if you're not fully lesbian, if you're not fully gay, then I'm not interested in you. You know, because it's almost yeah. like there's more competition. Um, mm. Or like, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff that goes on there.
1: I mean, you definitely need to be wary of homophobia, biophobia, panphobia. Like, with exclusively heterosexual dating apps, it can be quite hard to maybe have that conversation if you're matching mm-hmm. with people that then don't know your sexuality. But I think it's important to like go into dating with that attitude of if you don't accept my sexuality, then or if my sexuality puts you off, then your homophobia puts me off. Mm -hmm. Um, Or not even just, you know, particularly to sexuality, just respect in general is so important. And if someone's like not going to respect you or be potentially. You know, you don't want to put yourself in a situation, basically. So I guess that apps that i would say are good i mean it depends what you want if you want to find like-minded sort of sexually empowered people as we said earlier i think field is a really good app to try Mm, yeah um,
3: if you're in the UK, I, I mean, I know they're worldwide, but we're talking from a UK basis because we live in the UK. I don't know if feels worldwide. Like, like,
2: I changed my location on there to LA once because I just wanted to talk right. to some.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're Sexy all worldwide, Americans. but it's like depends on how much, how many, you know, what's the going app that everyone uses in that area, right. that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're see, the thing is, is I think if you're a like gay guy or a bi guy or a pan guy i think if you do want to like just hook up and have sex you probably would go to grinder
3: yeah everyone kind of knows the game on there
1: (laughs) yeah but i think grinder is just almost in its own category because it's not really a dating app it's like more of a hook up app but then Mm -hmm. i know you can date through grinder but grinder is just very very chaotic
3: yeah no one goes to Grindr for a date it's like that might happen as a result of
1: yeah I Mm. mean if you just want to like have sex like that like Grindr's very like instance like if you like wanted to have sex like now you'd probably go on Grindr and be like hey who's about or have a look Mm. but I think for like overall a good dating app for fan people I'd say is um field there's another app i forgot its name but it's like really good for like talking to like trans people but i can't remember Mm. what it's called which is really really unhelpful
2: (laughs) (laughs) what about like hinge and bumble those sort of apps are they just not really where to go
1: i prefer hinge i don't really go on bumble um but i think for me like in general like tinder bumble it's just a bit like meh I'm not really into that kind of Mm -hmm. I think it's just a bit too like
2: Heteronormative
1: Yeah and a bit like judging people based on pictures Whereas Hinge (laughs) even though sometimes doing the prompts You kind of are a bit You're just like fuck's sake Like what do I even say I think it is quite good to get as much information From someone as possible Before you're going to date or hook up with them
3: yeah. Mm. I was going to go off subject a little bit I and mean, when you're talking about the homophobia and biphobia I've recently experienced quite a lot of like um, interesting conversations towards like s- sex workers and like a lot of people Ooh, have slid into my DMs and and said unusual stuff about like oh some guys. Well some guy was like one person was like are you just here to promote your OnlyFans and I was a bit like what what the fuck dude I was like no why would you just assume that I'm here for like personal connections that pissed me off and of course I let him know And another person was like, "Oh, you and me can make some OnlyFans content."
1: Oh fuck Mm. off! Uh, I I think
3: that's like really (laughs) normal because again, yeah, sex work is sexualized. And of course, I said like, "Hey, you know that's actually quite an offensive thing to say." Just because I'm a sex worker doesn't mean to say I'd want to make like content with you. And he actually he did really apologise. He was like, "I'm so sorry. I just I get really nervous writing on here, and I don't know why I said it. My friend suggested it." And I was like, okay, thanks for owning up to it. But no, his friend did not say that.
1: (laughs) Why are you asking your friend what to say as well? Like,
2: come on, mate. His friend didn't. That was an excuse. Excuse, yeah. Excuse.
3: there's no way he's going to say that to his mate. Be like, I'm talking to this sex worker. What's hot that I
1: can (laughs) say? Uh. (laughs) <laughs> ask if she wants to make OnlyFans content with yeah, you to, ideas? me. my dick and film it? <laughs> I'll take
3: 20%, love.
1: I've used Grinder to promote my OnlyFans and then people are just like, do you need a photographer or do you need someone to help you make content? And it's like, no, I'm just on this app where I know everyone's horny hoping that you subscribe to my page. So I think people really <laughs> try it. They try it with sex work. Yeah,
3: workers. I don't know if I necessarily agree with putting your OnlyFans details on a dating app. I feel you like you're shouldn't. using the dating I would, app. Yeah, you really probably. shouldn't.
1: Also, the dating app or the hookup app, depending on what you're using, they will chuck you out. Like, I know Field mm. doesn't let you say anything about your OnlyFans. Grinder actually doesn't either. Um, but it's just I guess whether you want to risk it or not. Tinder will ban you. I think basically every app will ban you if you promote your yeah. um, sex worker links in Yeah, the absolutely. Bio. It's,
3: it's also not something if you see that on somebody's account, well like mine, mine's not
2: even on my account. Oh, I presumed when you said that you'd advertised your OnlyFans on there. No, I don't. I don't have them on there. Yeah, I haven't yeah I haven't said anything about OnlyFans on dating apps ever i think i think i did think about it once though i was like would this be a good way of getting new subscribers yeah because a lot of people
3: use dating apps to get followers for their instagram and their yeah. socials like i've I've heard about people using tinder to get Just that interesting yeah um, you you I mean, do run sense. the
1: risk of being banned though yeah but absolutely if, i mean yeah. if you don't really care that much then go for it but
3: Trust me man once your tinder account is is banned you don't you're not getting it back mine is not coming back I emailed them and they were like no you don't, <laughs> still you don't need no. tinder. You, tinder, no, tinder. tinder tinder is the
1: worst I'm sorry we hate tinder you, tinder
3: I mean we've tinder just like abolished dead. any chances of
1: them yeah, we ever
3: have. sponsoring I mean, the podcast I mean <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to give us some money tinder we will love we'll you tinder
1: you're good
3: unban you on, on <laughs> me imagine. <laughs> unban me yeah please unban me and then that will oh work. yeah to be we fair they're not going to be sponsored read
2: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah
1: justice for read yeah
2: <laughs> justice for <Reed. laughs> the hashtag okay this this is a fun one um we've been asked what our best and worst experience are oh experiences have been on dating apps oh my God. <gasps>
3: yes
1: wow okay
3: you go first drew if you have one this
1: more. this is kind of like The best and the worst, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... Oh, but then, is it good or is it bad? I don't know. Basically, I was really, really horny, obviously. Obviously. And I was staying around my sister's house, who at the time lived in, like, near... Haringey, North London, and I downloaded Grinder with the intention to be spanked. Like, I really wanted, mm. like, a bondage fetish. Oh yeah. Reid, you're going to fucking love this story. Like, I already <laughs> know you're going to love this story. Yeah, And, um, yeah, and basically this guy literally lived, like, a few doors down from my sister. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went in his house, and as soon as he opened the door, he was like, take your clothes off, you don't need clothes.
0: So he, like, oh. took all my
1: clothes off and then he basically made me lick his trainers. Oh
0: my and God. then
1: he, like, grabbed my balls and was like, I've got you by the balls. And I was like, okay. <gasps> he then, like, took me to his bed and kind of, like, put me over it and, like, got a belt and he was hitting me. And he was saying, like, oh, all you straight boys are the same. You think, like, you're so straight and then you come here and you really enjoy it. And he was saying it like really close to my ear and it was obviously like turning me on so much. And my dick was so When people talk
2: close to your ears, so
1: fucking good. Literally. And he got this belt and he kind of like, because obviously I'm like kind of on all fours, So he kind of like wrapped the belt around my kind of dick and pulled it back a bit. And -hmm. just like the feeling of like the leather there combined with the situation just basically made me cum.
2: Oh, my God, that's so good. And he was
1: like, have you come already? I was like, yeah. And he was like, can you keep going? I was like, nah. No. And he was like, oh, okay. So I kid you not, I was probably in his house for about fucking five minutes. No way. Literally came in, came and left. I literally went in came on his bed and then left obviously he was fine about <laughs> me leaving but like i yeah. can i can't fucking carry that on if i've come no so it's, it's really hard
3: yeah um, the, the only like that sounds hot as fuck but it just did you have enough sort of like pre-chat when it came to the spanking and like the sort of the low i was just
1: i just popped up like i want to bgsm like punishment yeah. spanking vibes and he was like we'll come round and then and i was like okay and then yeah when i came it's just like
2: yeah. I gotta I mean, go. That, that was you quite, know? like, a good situation for the fact that you didn't communicate when you got there. You needed to go over some stuff, really. Yeah, man. And do you that.
1: know what? Like, it isn't without risk, like, something. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing right. did happen, so let's not even go there. But the things you do when you're horny, it's crazy. Oh. In it?
3: <laughs> you just turn so stupid. You're like, well, fuck it. I'll do anything when I'm horny. Literally, you know? literally. It's so stupid. Florence, <laughs> what about you? Have you had any good bad date my stories. like
2: the one that's coming to mind is the bumble date that i went on last year and mm-hmm. i just went i met this guy in my favorite uh, margarita place ooh i
1: love a margarita Tequila.
2: and um he was, I th- he was, he worked in advertising. So he was like a bit wealthy. So he was like buying <laughs> all the drinks. I got to a point, I think we'd had like, I'd already ha- I had tequila before I left because I was really nervous because mm-hmm. I hadn't really mm-hmm. been in the dating game. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, like, I, I said to myself before, I was like, Florence, you are not like, you are not bringing him home. You are not bringing him home. Like, cause this is not <laughs> what you want right now.
3: You were also on your period as well. You're like, it's another oh, reason why I'm not going to bring him home. I'm oh on the my period. <laughs> on a period
2: with, Bacterial vaginosis. Oh no! So it was not only a period; it was a very smelly period. It was a not period. Not good. And mm. so yeah, he was feeding me loads of mar- margaritas. I was taking in the margaritas. He wasn't feeding me. I'm really bad. I need to really change my language when it comes to these dates. But um, it got to a point where I had like maybe three margaritas there. And I was like, and he was like, would you like another one? And I was like, well, like, I'm like, I'm going to be drunk after the next drink. And then he bought that one and then another one. Well, that's without, sus
3: in itself.
2: Without asking sus. For, the, for the next one. I was like, okay, cool. Like, But it was like, you know, we were getting on. Like, it was actually quite fun. Um mm. And obviously he was like, I'll walk you home, blah, blah, blah. And then we got to outside my house and we were like, maybe we should just have a nightcap inside. (laughs) (laughs) More tequila. I got a blackout drunk and we ended up, I really didn't want to have sex on this period because it was like the grossest period in the whole Mm. world. It was so bad. Mm. And we ended up having sex. And obviously because I was drunk, I probably didn't even warn him. Um, what the situation was and um, <laughs> I just woke up the next day and we like, oh yeah, no there was a bit that I did remember is that he came inside me because we didn't use protection oh my and so I was like, fuck I was just like, did you just, did you just come inside me? He was like, well yeah and I was like, "What? Well, I'm I on the fucking pill <laughs> I'm going to have to get the morning pill." and then, oh and, then I, and then I woke up at like maybe we, I think we just both passed out and then I think it must have been like 4am or like 5am or something I woke up to him just like sneaking out
1: oh my <laughs> god that's so horrible awkward. yeah no but then
2: I spoke to him like afterwards and he like wanted to see me again so we actually saw each other again the week after like a sober date why is he sneaking was out at 5am like,
1: though that's he did weird. have a dog at home Maybe he just probably but you to don't
3: sneak out like no, exactly. I just feel like you just shake someone
2: awake and you be like I'm, I'm this gonna was shoot the thing, I like, cool. it made me feel really shit about myself and I felt yeah. really really rubbish because I was like I fucking have to go and get the morning after pill like I had sex and I didn't want to have sex like I told myself I wouldn't and I had a really fucking bad hangover and um, and yeah he didn't <laughs> but the next time I saw him I was like wow like I'm so sorry for the period he was like yeah I had to like soak all my rings and i was like you had to soak all your rings so like what your your rings he was fingering me whilst i was on my period and like all the gunky blood was getting in his rings and like
3: I don't like this dude, man. He's already done so many big red flags. Oh, Fed yeah, you yeah. alcohol. Like, not okay. Not acceptable. Don't like yeah. him.
2: Well, there was a reason that I didn't see him And then blamed you again. for oh, yeah. his the, fucking
3: rings. When bullshit. I did see
2: him again, he did bring some great snacks over. That was the one good thing. But we, we were watching a film... <laughs> he he is forgiven
1: <laughs> he was not forgiven
2: we had sex again and it was terrible and the condom broke so i had to get the morning after pill again
3: again that's um, the no! end of the
2: story
1: that's bad babe that's not like redeemable oh God, i'm sorry that's horrible that's so very horrible.
2: bad yeah. it's so horrible that's <laughs>
1: what? i'm sorry okay. that happened to you
3: i think <laughs> i'm gonna like race race through a couple of uh, my stories real quick yeah. um <laughs> So I've had some really, really great... Most of the people that I fuck on dating apps through dating apps, which is all the time, um, have been great. I actually prefer fucking with people on dating apps because most of the time I... Most of the time, like, a one-night stand does me. That's great. Maybe I'll fuck someone again, but not always. So um, a good one I recently had was through Bumble, and it was someone I met, and we had a really great time. We got on so fucking well. We went back to mine and watched, like, like... loads of like adult animation which is what i love and just laughed and laughed and didn't have penetrative sex but did everything else and Mm -hmm. so like yeah he's he's still like yeah still i'm still chatting to him we're still gonna hang out he's great um a horrible one i had was like i had a video date with somebody and he was attractive oh this Um, one yeah this dude he was really attractive uh sorry physically attractive but like there was something on the video call date that I was like i'm not sure about this dude like there is th- something in the way that he talks is like not agreeing with me and i couldn't put my finger on it but i ended up going and meeting him anyway and it was just it was a bad date it <laughs> was you it was like those feelings
2: don't go just don't go
3: um i'm glad what? i did though because it was a good learning curve what but was it about only... the way he
1: talks that you didn't like
3: oh, he said something
2: problematic didn't he Oh yeah,
3: yeah. He was like he was like stereotypical, cis, white male, problematic. I'm gonna be a butch man, I'm not gonna talk about my prob- like problems. And, uh-huh. Um like I'm an actor, but um like oh yeah, once I punched a dude, and like really like I was like, oh, Why are you proud about no. that? That's not cool at all. Mm-hmm. And like um and then he he said the N-word, but in a in a lyric, and I was like I had to message him afterwards and I was like I'm not going to see you again I'm not comfortable meeting with people that can say the n-word and I had to explain to him and I was like I I know you didn't say it literally you said it as like a quote and I was like "I," and he was like yeah but it's fine and I was like still not okay just Mm. everything about him and he did not get the hint either I was like no like I wish you all the best you know I hope you find your you know your little girl because he was really into the daddy little girl thing which
2: wasn't I wasn't keen on with him (laughs) especially this actually leads so well into the next question though (laughs) <laughs> how do you know how do you know that they're not a creep when you go dating oh my god oh. It, you don't know most of the time you don't know especially
3: if you're only chatting to them in text they can be charming and amazing and funny because they have time to think about what they're writing yeah mm. they can pers- like they be
2: be anyone they want i feel like the way to be safest is to have a virtual date first voice notes a phone call phone call anything that gets you to know them more before you actually meet in person
1: yeah the more you know the better for sure i think for like particularly for like young queer people i think a lot of young queer people put themselves in compromising situations because using hookup apps like grinder is so normalized and it's kind of become part of gay culture to like you know have these really wild no strings attached hookups which not aren't always bad but it's just really hard to gauge whether or not you're going to be safe and i think the golden rule is to just not really trust men because most (gasps) men just want to have sex really at the end of the day and if they can, still think- if they can fuck on the first date or the first time seeing you, they will. So I'm not saying, yeah, you know, absolutely. all men are trash, but I'm saying just expect <laughs> but key, that I'm most men, men are, are trash <laughs> until they prove you to <laughs> you that they they're not otherwise. trash.
3: I don't know if I don't know if I necessarily... I I agree that you have to be more cautious with men than you do with any other gender. I do agree with that, um, I, I, but I do still think that women can be fucking weirdos. Other genders oh, can still definitely. be fucking, fucking weirdos.
2: Yeah, like stalkers I know and some women that are like that. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I think you've got to pray a just... for the
2: people that go on dates with them.
1: Literally, I'm like, I think you've just got to. A basically know your worth and know that Mm -hmm. like you're worth more than just a one night stand if you want a one night stand and you're cool with that then you do you babe like go for it like
2: yeah
3: that's
1: fun as well but and tell I, them
3: as well yeah
1: I think <laughs> communication clarify. be like upfront and just really just allow them to show you that they are considerate you know whether they're gonna if they're saying things if you've getting gut feelings in your stomach that oh this guy's a bit of a weirdo or I feel yeah. like this guy isn't respecting me then they're not respecting Listen. you
2: listen to that mm-hmm. it's the gut feeling if you ever have a negative gut feeling you have to listen to it with dating 100 yeah. percent. because you just there's something deep down inside that just knows when there's something off
3: yeah mm-hmm. and it, it, even if you still decide to meet them after that gut feeling just be so aware of it and if you're the type of person that really gets like an emotional reaction from sex and clings to it it's not worth running the risk
2: Yeah. And also just be safe when when you're going out dating. Like, if you don't know this person, always share your live location with a friend. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, that's 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 a really good tip, Florence. Live location. I do think... Or tell people where you're going as well.
3: Yeah. So I I do really think that the media has over-exaggerated how... Dangerous it is to meet strangers because it isn't. Statistically speaking, strangers meet strangers all the time, and you only hear about the really bad, scary ones, and that makes you kind of paranoid about everyone you meet. Mm. Not everyone is a bad person. Actually, a really small percentage of people are creeps. And it also depends on how you define a creep as well. Is a creep someone who you go on a date with? It doesn't work out. You say, thank you, no thanks. But then they keep messaging you and keep wanting to meet up. Is that a creep? Keep sliding into your DMs. Or is a creep someone that, like, tries to touch you when you said, no, I don't really want that? It, it all really depends. And And all this might not happen. You will have more positive dates than you will have negative dates. I think I've only had maybe two or three people in my entire life that I've been on a weird date with.
2: Yeah, I haven't had any, like really really bad dates with like people that I'm like whoa that was like fucked up I haven't had any of those dates Mm -hmm.
3: and we you Mm, know we are very very privileged and we're very lucky to be in that position it could just be because we are you know white cis people it's so different for everyone else
1: I think you've just got to go in with like your own intentions and just know that like you know i'm meeting up with this person like i'm just gonna see what they're like when you mm-hmm. put expectation to be like oh my god i'm gonna go for dinner and then we're gonna do this and then this is get gonna get married happen, have and sex then, yeah well they're gonna come back to mind they're gonna have sex and then the next day we're gonna go out for breakfast and then we're gonna do this like that, i think that's where you go wrong with dating let the person like show you what sort of person they are and i've definitely been there with like mm. dates before and they've like their neph the next day and i've just felt really like oh okay but then in my head i had all these expectations that we were going to go and have our breakfast yeah. together and i think yeah i think you've just got to be quite like basically don't expect too much and then you won't be disappointed
3: yeah exactly just think of it as a fun date to meet people to meet friends to learn new things yeah. about yourself
2: yeah
1: strangers are friends that you haven't met yet
2: yeah cute, so cute. <laughs> that's such a nice little note to end on thank you Drew, so much for so joining green. us no, it was thank like... you
1: for having me i've loved every second of being on here and Yay,
3: yeah it's been first,
2: amazing first guest back
1: I am so honoured for that. Ooh. Honestly,
3: thank you so much, Drew, for being on the podcast. It has been thank an absolute you for having pleasure. Me.
1: Yay! It has been a blast. I've loved every a second. A So thank a you. Blast.
2: <laughs> oh, baby.
3: Well, wasn't that a delight?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> David Attenborough at the end of Foxgiving. <laughs> Was that, David Attenborough? wasn't oh. Wasn't that a delight? Yes, Drew. Total talking about dating apps nice well, I hope you well. enjoyed us giving a fuck about dating dating yeah. apps even dating's <laughs> a whole nother episode
3: <laughs> if you'd like to tell us what you give a fuck about
2: please email in oh, yeah. on our new email which is fks given at comecurious.co.uk mm. um, and of course we'll answer all of those in the next episodes yeah because like a big part of the new format is letting you guys have more of a say more of like a voice in the podcast so we want to we want to know what you give a fuck about what do you want us to talk about what questions do you have whether it's sex related relationship related mental health bodies all of that stuff
3: And make sure you are following us on Instagram at Come Curious because we will
2: be putting up on the stories questions to ask then and there too. Also, if you want to follow Drew on social media, you can find him at Drew Wiley on Instagram. That's D-R-E-W-W-Y-L-L-I-E. He also has like a YouTube channel as well. So you should definitely go subscribe to that as well.
3: And you can find him on the Come Curious feed too, where he does a lot of great, Hilarious reels, yeah, okay. we um, love Drew. Mm, we love Drew. You can also yeah. follow us on our personal accounts at oh, yeah. readamberx and Florence Bark
2: and of course if you are loving the new format and fucks given being back in your ear holes please leave us a rating and review it love we'd love to hear what you think of the new format the new series and what do you think of our new theme music prince of bel-air porn
3: <laughs> the princesses of london the fresh Porno. Brilliant. and of course sharing is caring so please spread this podcast around to your friends and loved ones and anyone who might need to hear it
2: yeah and you will hear us next thursday curious fuckers next Bye. thursday Bye. i love
3: you
1: crowd network a place
0: where you belong